Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perek Tesayin, Pasuk Aleph, Ayihidavar Hashem Eilai Leimar, Ben Odom, Hoda Es Yerushalayim Es Toavoseha. So by now, one would think that we had become used to the ferocity and the intensity of those nevuos directed against B'nai Israel and Yerushalayim. They're unrelenting, they're unforgiving. And yet, notwithstanding that, Perek Tesayin, which we're going to learn today, raises the bar. It increases just the invective. It increases the lacerating nevuah, the promise of very detailed punishment. So much so that the Gemara tells us that this parrot of Test Zion has a special name. It's called Parshas Hatochacha, the chapter of rebuke. And whenever you refer to Parshas Hatochacha, we know they mean Test Zion of Yechezkel. Moreover, the Navi in, um, tells us, as well as the Gemara tells us, that there were those like Rebbe Eliezer who barred Perik Tesayin from being used as a Haftorah, from being used, you know, we read portion of the Navi with a portion of the Sedra each week. We cannot use Tesayin, according to Rabbi Eliezer, because it is so much of a bizayon, of a humiliation to B'nai Yisrael that they don't want it read. In fact, there is a very interesting Agadata in Megillah, Dafchaf Hay, of someone who challenged Rabbi Eliezer on this psak that one does not read this as a maftir. Titania, I'm reading from Megillah. Titania, Maseba Odamachad. There was an incident involving a certain man who resisted this concept of Rabbi Eliezer that this parrot was not to be read as a mafter. Shehoya kore lamala mi Rabbi Eliezer hoda es Yerushalayim es tovaseha. That's the first pasuk in the uh, in Zion, and would read it. Uh, make known to Yerushalayim all her abominations. Amalo, Rabbi Eliezer interrupted him. Before you investigate all the abominations of Yerushalayim, say imcha. Go investigate the abominations of your mother. Sure enough, Badku they investigated They checked his yichus, as it were, and found a blemish in his entire yichas. That's how strong Revelezer and other of Chazal felt about reading this parak, and we're going to see why, beginning with the Pasuk, Tell Yerushalayim of its abominations. Let them know their abominations. Via Marta and say to them, 
Chomar Hashem Elokim liYerushalayim mechortayich umolatayich meEretz Haknani. You dwell, and your origins are from the land of the Canaanites. Avicha Emori veImech Chiti. Your father was in the land of the Amorites, it's a Canaanite nation, and your mother was in the land of the Chitim. Rashi says we're referring here to Avraham and Sarah. Avraham spent most of his life in the Canaanite land of the Amori, and Sarah was buried in the land of the Chitim. Most Mephorshim do not say this, but it incites a terrible debate within the Gemara itself, in Sanhedrin, Mem Dalad, uh, Amud Beis, that um, that with that, do not be um, an angel came when they said this pasuk. At the time, the Kaddish Baruch who said to Yechezkel, Lech and say, Avicha ha'emori v'amicha ha'chiti, Amra ruach paskonis, an angel, unidentified, interceded and said to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Ribono shalom, why do you do these words to rebuke the Jewish people? Im yavohu avraham v'sorah v'yamdu lefanecha, if Abraham and Sarah come stand before you, would you say this to them to just humiliate them? Yes, you want to uh, um, correct your neighbor, your uh, your Jewish people. Fine. You do not reveal the secrets of another Ovos or Imahos. That's how serious this was viewed. Other Mephorshim differ from Rashi, that this isn't Avraham and Sarah, but rather it's that the people of Israel, they took on the Canaanite Midos, their behavior, their ethics, their immorality. But in any case, that's what the Novi is saying according to God's commandment. Avicha hemori imechachiti. Umoladaticha biyom huledet otach we got to go over that. And when you were born, remember, you were born in Egypt, theoretically. You were born in secret. You were born in alleyways. You were born on the desert floor. And that you did not have, and they mentioned four things, lo karasta shorech, they did not cut your umbilical cord, uh, they didn't rinse your body with warm water, they did not, the hamelech lo they didn't salt your body as we do with water again to smooth the skin, nor were you you weren't swaddled in blankets, etc., in nursing blankets. In other words, these four things. Says the Gemara, from this we learn the halacha, that on a bris, if a bris occurs on a Shabbos, you are docher. Shabbos does not take precedence over doing these for more malachos to the child, cutting the umbilical cord, 
washing it down, salting it with water, and swaddling it in a blanket. In other words, you were born like a, totally like a, a, a anonymously. You didn't have the, even the basic um, steps processing of childbirth. Uh, continues the Navi, no one had compassion on you. You were born again, you were slaves. No one cared. The Egyptians certainly didn't care. In fact, they were more interested in your death than in your living. You were sent out in the field in contempt. When you were born, it was the lowest of the low. It was the most anonymous birth that you had. Forever, Eliyach, and I pass over you says the Kodesh Baruch and I saw you wallowing in your own blood. And now a very famous sentence, and I said to you, by your blood you will live, by your blood you will live. You know we say this at a bris, that the Kodesh Baruch says you will survive this uh, by your blood. We're referring to two acts of blood here. One, of course, the bris, where their blood is, is shed, and two, the blood of the Korban Pesach, that that will redeem you. Moreover, continues the Navi, River, now what I did for you, River I made you like the uh, flowers of the field and your numbers. I increased your numbers. Nisatich vatirbi. I gave you vatigli. You grew up vatavoba adeyodayim. You grew up in riches. Shodayim nachonu. I prepare. I made breasts for you. Sarayach simech. I braided your hair. Veseirom veerio. Vatayim. You were naked. You were without anything. And I took care of all these needs. Forever Eliach, I passed over you, I saw to it that you had wealth. Eliach, I spread my wings over you, I covered your nakedness. I made a covenant with you where we made a bris, no Hashem Elohim, and I made you my nation. Look where I took you from. I washed you in water. I cleaned off the blood from you. I anointed you with oil. I put you in the finest of clothing. I gave you shoes of tachash, the very finest leather. I dressed you in silks. I made your clothes of linen. But a dech, a div, et nuts, me dim on your diet. I gave you uh, bracelets on your hands, the rovet al gronech, necklaces around your neck. I gave you every material comfort. I gave you every physical benefit. I put nose rings, which was a mark of luxurious distinction. I put earrings on your ear. And I crowned your head with a tiara. I gave you gold and silver, 
Bameshi, your clothes with silk and linen. I gave you food and barley and honey and oil you And I made you great in the eyes of other nations. Uh, I made you worthy of Malchus. You were worthy to be kings. And your name went out in the, na- uh, in the nations with prestige, with your beauty. Because you were a crown to me that I put on you. This is the message to start with. You were born of nothing. Your parents were nothing. You were wallowing in blood, uncared for. I took you out of this and made you from a rags to riches story. And now the Navi is going to recite in a very um, distinct sexual metaphor the evil that you now undertook. The metaphor is sexual, connoting adultery, etc., and harlotry, but it is, again, Avodazoro. And you became so confident in your beauty. You prostituted your name. And you made available your znus, your harlotry, your immorality to all that passed on the way. On the, on the roads. He stood like a harlot on the crossroads. You took this fine clothing I gave you, this multicolored tapestry of wardrobe, and you made it bumos, you made it altars, and you prostituted yourself on these altars doing avodazoa. Things that had never been done before and never will be done. You took the ornaments of your beauty, from my gold and my silver. You made male configurations of idols and icons. And you adulterated yourself. You were harlots to them. And the fine clothing I gave you, that I gave before you, the food I gave you, the abundant food, the rosolas, barley, the shemen, oil, udrash, honey. You used all this as accoutrements of idol worship, whether it was Ketores, incense, or, or praying to these other gods, by Neum Hashem. This is what the Kaddish Baruch was saying. And then you took your sons, your daughters, which I gave you. You gave them on the altars of the gods. Some, of course, are deserved. They put them in the service of Avodazor. Others, you withheld nothing from your znus. Now you slaughtered to pass them through the fire. We're talking about the sacrifices to the Molech, where you pass your children through fire as a sign of obedience to the Molech. It's considered the most vile 
reprehensible avoda zora in the whole repertoire of avoda zora. Really, can I ask a question? All of this seems strange to me because seems strange. Right. Because isn't what Hashem gave us the Torah? Isn't the Torah basically the truth? I mean, it wasn't that we got nice things. That wasn't the key, was it? That, that would be like a parent telling their child, I bought you a nice car. But that's not important. Well, nice things were more, is more or less a metaphor. Yeah. That what I did, I raised you, I'm showing you where you came from and where I took you, again, metaphorizing it. But why, but why wouldn't you focus on the truth, right? It's the truth. The Jewish people have something that no one else has, right? Right. You're saying be positive. Yeah, that's the truth. No. Like, it gave you the truth. Anything else that came out of that is... is you can speak the truth, but they're about to be destroyed. Yeah. They're about to be destroyed, and he's showing you why in very graphic terms. All your toevas which has nusek lo zacharti es yemeinu uraiach. I will not remember the early days. That's your behiyoslei Rome. The area you don't remember when you were naked and unclothed, with processes wallowing in blood. You have forgotten it all. Oy, oy, lochnu, mashem, Woe unto you, following all the bad you are doing. Vatibni loch gov, you have built elevations, which probably mean the altars and the mizbeachs. Vatasi loch ramah you've made high places on virtually every street. You built on the roads, on the crossroads, and you stand there with your beauty. You spread your legs to anyone who passes. You increase the level of your harlotry, of your prostitution. And so you... Prostitute yourself to Mitzrayim, Shreinech, your neighboring state, Gidlei Basar, Batirbius, Tasunsek, Vahakisengi. And what you're doing is increasing your unfaithfulness just to make me angry. And then I gave you as a pinch in the hands of the plishtim. And again, you shot they were they were embarrassed at the level of your corruption, of your avodazara, of your betrayal. and if that wasn't enough, you go to Assyria, without being satisfied, partaking in every kind of avodazara you could find, and that doesn't satisfy you. and then again. You prostitute yourself, and that doesn't satisfy you. And now, the Kazdim, the Chaldeans, you're prostituting. You will not be satisfied even with that. Consider how low. You have fallen as you do this, Masa Isha Zono Sholetes, that a prostitute, a, a, a woman who is absolutely sells her body, at least sells it for a price. 
they, they'll take money, they'll take the highest bidder. You, do, you prostitute yourself, as we say, on every corner, on every highway, on every street. You're not even getting money. You don't care about the money. A woman who commits adultery before her husband takes money. You get a prize. You give it. You pay them. That's how deep you have fallen, how far you have fallen, how deep you are in adultery against the Kaddish Baruch how deep you are in Avodah Zorah. You're the opposite of women in your prostitution. Lozona, and you you don't go after the name. We tefa esnan beknan loni tanloch batehila hefek. It's the opposite. You will pay to perform your adulterous acts. You will pay to do your avodah zorah. And now, as if it couldn't get any worse, there's going to be a punishment to pay for all this, and the punishment will occur 8:45 a.m. tomorrow. I can't.